The Pittsburgh Steelers are about to have the number one edge rushing group in the NFL in the 2023 season. I'll explain why that's the case here in the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things in the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find this show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoy it. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of your daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making Locked On Steelers podcast your first listen every day because we're your team every day. Now, as you heard, I heard my premise at the start of the show. We're going to talk about the edge rusher specifically in this show a lot more because we talked a little about the defensive line. Still, as much as as important as the defensive line is, the edge rushing unit is is the thing that makes the Steelers go when the defense is at its best. When TJ Watts in, they're winning games. When TJ Watts not, they're 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 struggling. The only game they won last year was against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Now, I think part of what's going to make this pass rush this edge rushing unit special isn't just necessarily the talent on the field but also the demeanor that these guys have and the way they carry themselves. T.J. Watt, in my opinion, is still the best edge rusher in the NFL. Uh, one injured season does not derail that, uh, you know, in, in looking at that. Alex Highsmith last year had 14 and a half sacks in a year where T.J. Watt was missing for pretty much half the season. Um, and Marcus Golden gets added. Marcus Golden would start on a lot of teams in the NFL, uh, but he's their number three option. And you still have, you even have Nick Herbig behind him, a rookie that I think the Steelers are excited to see in training camp to see how he does. But listen to the outside linebackers coach, Denzel Martin, when I was talking to him during mini camp last week about what he likes the most about this offensive, excuse me, this outside linebacker group. Here's Denzel Martin here with that. I think the leadership and and, and the, the I think the leadership is the big thing that the guys that we've added to to our room I think is huge, but their play on the fields, the uh, resumes, guys like Marcus Golden, people like that, um, those guys are going to gonna be huge for the room and they're really going to help out a lot. What's Marcus like just as a first impression, you know, getting to know guys, and I know like you knew him a little bit yeah. too, but like seeing him interact with TJ and Alex, guys who are established already yeah he's just a football lover you know what i mean and those type of guys really can rise here in this building um he fits in like a glove into our room fits in like a glove into our locker room you know what i mean he's been a really great addition everybody loves him you'll hear him a lot around here if you already haven't you know what i mean loves to make plays he just loves football and i think in our room that is the the constant everybody in our room loves football so he just fits right in it's perfect how's nick taking on the challenge of yeah, I think Nick understands it. You know, I mean, when you're young in this thing, you got to make your your bones about this in more ways than just sacks and things like that. Nick's got special teams. He's got a lot of other things on his plate and ways to make it. But if I'm Nick, I'm looking at all this this leadership and all these questions and info that I can ask these guys and and, and working my butt off and my tail off there to become a better player. So first, want to give a shout out to Denzel Martin. Uh, if you don't know who he is, outside linebackers coach, but you should know who he is. I'm doing my work in the locker room. This man adapts me up and says, I love Locked On Steelers. So we got a friend of the show that we just talked to there out there. So thanks again to Denzel Martin uh, for enjoying the Locked On Steelers podcast, just like many of you all do. But let's get to Denzel's points here. And part of we talking about the leadership. TJ Watt is a leader. Now, one thing I think that 
TJ Watt doesn't necessarily have to do as much. I think TJ Watt is a leader by example, and he speaks at certain times, but he's not, you know, he's not Ray Lewis. He's not going to come out and give the ultimate locker room speech, but everyone's getting behind that man. And he's working with guys. Like if, if you see guys, as I, if I've talked about in years past on the show about how as soon as a practice, you know, is, is when their Steelers are practicing. And as soon as the deep, the first defense comes off the field, oftentimes you'll see TJ Watt go over and work with Alex Highsmith on pass rush moves and different things that they would have there. And, over the time, it just seemed like, okay, well, they're, they're building a rapport. And in a lot of those seasons, T.J. Watt was dominating. And Alex Highsmith was doing well and even very well at times. But it was kind of coming up. But now you're starting to really see Alex Highsmith blossom. And I think you're starting to see all that work that he's done with T.J. Watt start to flourish. And we'll actually have Alex Highsmith on the show in a bit because we got him. We, I spoke to him as well uh, during, uh, during, during minicamp. And he had, he had some interesting things to say as well. But – Part of what I think is going to permeate across the board for the Steelers are the leaders that they have assembled on this team, guys who not only improve their craft, not only lead by example, but they pass their craft on to other guys on the team to help them get better, or at least a lot, you know, put them in positions where they can push themselves to get better. And that's what's happened with TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. And Marcus Golden is a guy who's going to come in and fit right in with that environment. We heard that from our guy, Alex Clancy from, uh, uh, from Locked On Cardinals when we were asking him about that. And he, he came up we had him on the show talking about that. And um, I think like, you know, like Denzel Martin saying, you know, all that with a rookie behind those three guys, you know, Alex Highsmith also, you know, you're, you're seeing him during, uh, during OTAs and minicamp now, like still after, even if TJ Watts not around him, he's like, he goes right into like, you know, trying to work certain, certain hand techniques, certain timing things he's perfecting his craft and this is a guy who had 14 and a half sacks last year with tj watt out for half the season that's a remarkable feat there it's a remarkable number there um you know there used to be a time where 14 and a half sacks for tj watt that was that was a that was a good year alex highsmith he's in a position and if these guys are healthy if they're on the field if they're you know at most they're missing you know two three games each throughout the year the Steelers could be in a position I don't think could be they will be in the position to have the best edge rushing unit in the NFL not just because of their starters but because Marcus Golden come up can come off the bench give them some some key uh some key minutes to to rest um and then you also have Nick Herbig who can come in and try and try to fill in fill in some shoes there but this is a group that last year when you look at the amount of pressures that that they got, Cam Hayward had the most with fifty eight, but Alex Highsmith was the right right behind him with fifty five. TJ Watt had had thirty one. Thing is, after him, after that, as far as the edge rushers go, you had to go all the way down to Malik Reed, who just had ten on the entire season. I don't foresee that being the same thing that happens um, for the Steelers with Marcus Golden. I think that they. They brought him in. I think that he has the experience um, to uh, to be able to help a significant, significantly more than that. When we look at when we look at his numbers, just to, just for a, a comparison, last year just with the with the Arizona Cardinals, Marcus Golden had forty six total pressures. Now, granted, he was a starter there, and he's going to get more reps because of that there. So I, I don't think him getting forty six pressures while those guys get those numbers is is. Uh, exactly going to happen but i think he gets you more than 10 and if you go back to 
what it was for the Steelers the last time we saw Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt healthy. And this was when TJ Watt set the or tied the sack record with Michael Strahan at 22 and a half. He also had 67 pressures to lead the team on the season. Back then, Alex Highsmith only had 38. And he was still a developing player. Heck, it was his second year in the league. Now it's his fourth year in the league. Last year he had 50 plus. Imagine the pressure that the Steelers are going to be able to get with those guys on the field at the same time. And then again, having a guy like Marcus Golden who can maybe give you 30-ish pressures on top of uh, and on, on top of what TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith are doing. And oh, by the way, there's still Cam Hayward and Larry Ogunjobi up front. This is what I mean by this has the chance to be a, the best unit in the NFL so long as they avoid injury. But like I said, we got Alex Highsmith on in a second here, so don't go away because he had some other things to say when I was talking to him in the Steelers locker room after one of the practices. We'll do that in just a second here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. But first, I want to tell you guys about our great sponsors at FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel Sportsbook, of course, is the number one sportsbook in America with Major League Baseball in full swing. There's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet that gives you up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to fanduel.com slash locked on you can sign up today claim your no sweat first bet and all on an app that's safe secure and super easy to use so don't miss don't don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets when you join fanduel today by going to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up make every moment more with fanduel an official partner of major league baseball major league baseball trademarks used with permission Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. We continue our show here focusing on the edge rushers of the Pittsburgh Steelers. In doing so, we talked to an edge rusher, and that was Alex Highsmith. And I hadn't I hadn't really gotten a chance to work, work this clip in or work part of what we talked about into a show just yet because of the different things we've been focusing on with all the new rookies and everything. But I wanted to take some time today to kind of go back through this. By the way, Alex also a friend of the show, uh, great guy, super, super nice. If you're a Steelers fan, you see him out and about. He's one of the he's he's one of the really he's one of the nicest guys you you'll ever meet. So uh, that I got to say about Alex as well. But here was Alex Highsmith in the locker room. We were chatting about a few different things. One about the potential of the defense as a whole, but also two about just the demeanor of what they're working on, what it's like to have Marcus Golden, and a lot of different things. But without further ado, here's Alex Highsmith when we were talking to him uh, just, just earlier this offseason. A lot you guys to flex out and do more things together? Yeah, I think it, um, just, you know, just like adding a lot of value, just all the guys that we have, I feel like we're very deep, um, you know, up front. And so um, everyone we have is just, you know, a quality, quality player. Um, everyone can rush. And so I'm just excited to see how we just continue to gel together, continue to build chemistry together. So everybody being here is, is awesome, being able to build that chemistry together. And because, you know, being a good rush team, um, you, you know, you got to be able to communicate, you got to be able to talk to each other. And so we're, we're getting that communication down right now. So I'm, I'm excited to see how it turns out. Last year, we could talk, said, said before, right before the season, it's like we expect to be top five in everything. Guys have right now. Oh, for sure, uh, without a doubt. Uh, we know we can be one of, if not the best defense in the league, and so we just gotta, uh, you know, everyone stay healthy and everybody has to continue to, uh, you know, just be, be their best selves because we know we got the talent and, and the and the people in this in this room to do it. So we just gotta continue to work hard and, and get to where we want to. The other day, uh, it was yesterday, in fact, when you guys were doing seven shots of defense. Yeah. 
but I heard Cam talking a lot of smack. What's that like? Just like just the, the friendly banter, but also trying yeah. to be competitive. It's just a, it's that competition. Like Coach Tom breeds competition. Um, you know that's what he wants. He wants guys that are going to compete. And so, um, you know, if you're not competitive, this isn't the business for you. And so, uh, just uh, guys talking. that just you know, you know, it fuels a lot of competition. Do you talk? Is you, I, I don't see you as a person that that, that gets into that. You yeah. kind of just do your job. I do. Also try to be a silent killer at times. So, but at the same time, so. That's kind of how I've always rolled. Um, but occasionally here, here or there, I'll, I'll get into that. So a few things uh, there from Alex Highsmith. One, talking about the veteran abilities that they're going to have on this defensive front. And I think that also plays into this group as well as the guys that are going to be lining up in between them. And that being, of course, being the defensive line. But you're not dealing with a young Steelers defense that – is trying to formulate their own plans while also getting to know each other. A lot of these guys know how to work together. And the ones that don't are, are going to learn pretty quickly. And part of this is stuff that I used to talk about. If I, when I went back, if I remember film studies that I used to do in 2017, when Bud Dupree was like a, what, a third year player, TJ Watt was a rookie. Cam Hayward was a vet and Stefan Toot was like a third year player or something like that. But that group needed to coalesce. They, they need, they needed their timing to get together. And over the course of 2017, they started to get that. And that made them a special, a special unit. Uh, I believe that started the run of what was it? Four or five straight years of, of leading the NFL in sacks. It was insane. But part of it was because that crew came together over time and developed chemistry to trust each other, to know how to rush off each other, and how how one when one player stunts, how to work around that to create an opportunity for yourself and to create help create an opportunity for for them. Um, I look at I look at those guys. I go back to this group and I say like, man. TJ Watt knows who he is. So does Cam Hayward. So does Alex Highsmith. So does Larry Ogunjobi. Marcus Gold knows who he is, but who he is in this defense, that's something that's going to need to be drawn out a little bit more. But I, I look at this, and again, this goes back to where I was talking about with uh, this being the best as rushing group in the NFL. They already have the individual talents, I think, to be able to outperform people but when you start adding that chemistry and when you start adding added, added timing and coming together on plays to help each other win different matchups that's when defenses get to be great that was something that some of the better Steelers defenses had in their favor in the past and that was something that that's something that we'll talk a little bit more uh in the third segment talking about comparing it to history when you talk about the Steelers um uh and their and their pass rushers but again, I just I go back to how this team played last year down the stretch and how they figured it out figured it out together. But I also go to you know 2021's numbers when we saw Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt next to each other. Again, just they're just Alex Highsmith still coming up. The potential of these guys, I'm not sure, is going to be something that we. I, I don't think it's going to be fair, and we're going to, we're going to be able to say a number as far as how many total sacks these guys are going to get together. That would sound reasonable because I do think this this group is going to get a very high number, and I think they're going to get after the quarterback together. And the only reason they might slow down their number is if other guys in this defense are just getting to them before they can. And I think that could very well happen with Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi, and we were talking about on yesterday's episode, Demarvin Leal and uh, Keanu Benton. 
also playing into a role in that. And who knows? I think DeMar Leal also, he don't sleep on him. He's still kind of an edge sometimes. They want to use him that way, and he's open to being used whichever way is going to kind of make him a better player. We've talked to him before as well on this show, and um, I just I look at the the way this is lined up. You're going to be able to, you know, TJ Watt has several different moves to play off of that make that make him such a threat when he when he's on the field but when he starts using those different moves and knows how knows how to combine that move with something else that the person on his side of the defense is doing it creates serious problems for offensive linemen because then they're adding extra level uh levels of communication they're trying to um they're trying to figure they're trying to figure out okay what different moves can he throw me you're throwing all these things at them and that is an advantage uh, that, that, that the Steelers defense is going to be able to bring this year when it comes to how they're going to be using the, the, their packages. And again, this still doesn't even include the secondary behind them, which I think will also play a big factor because this is a veteran group and make of it's Patrick leading it and Patrick Peterson uh, can set the tone here as well. But part of what happens, you know, they, they always say when you're doing sports, pressure makes interceptions, coverage makes sacks or something to the effect there that, one without the other is going to lead to problems. And that's why the best defenses can do both. And I think in this, in this year, the Steelers are going to be able to do both. I think their coverage, their secondary is going to be tough. I think they're going to be a group that's going to prove to be um, one of the better units in the NFL, not one of the best units in the NFL, but like upper half, maybe even better than that uh, in the NFL. But here's the thing. If we're talking about these guys, TJ Watt, Alex Heisman, Larry Ogunjobi, Cam Hayward, uh, Marcus Golden, those, if those types of guys are getting pressure consistently, you might be in a position where the coverage team doesn't have to do that much. And in the plays that they do, they'll be rested and ready. Again, I just look at this edge rushing group and I think that, man, like, I think Alex Highsmith would get paid anywhere. And I, it also sounds like when I'm talking to, to these guys and I'm talking to Alex, sounds like things are going swimmingly with the contract. And I would expect an extension sometime soon uh, from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Don't fret about how soon. Just see if they they, they, they actually follow, follow through with that. Um, I think that that could be something that we look at there. I want to take another break here and come back. And I want to, one, acknowledge the passing of a, of a Steeler. Um, who passed passed away recently, and a recent Steeler uh, who also played outside linebacker uh, for, for the Steelers and uh, com- and compare this group to what could be uh, past groups uh, here in the, in the in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Stick with us. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. We continue our talk here. Uh, first, wanted to acknowledge the unfortunate passing of Clark Hagens, um, former Steelers linebacker, Super Bowl champion with the Super Bowl 40 squad. Um, he uh, he passed away this week at 46 years old. Very young, very sad to hear that that happened. Clark Hagens was um, the guy across from Joey Porter. Uh, he, was, uh, he was another edge rusher that was – Pretty tough for the Steelers. Did did a lot of his job right. Um, I, I it's just it's sad. It's sad that he's gone. And uh, 
Um, you know, in all my years of reading about the Steelers, he seemed like, you know, another one of the nice guys. Just, And I think that's something the Steelers have on, on their hands is that there's a lot of guys and sure there's, there's characters that come through, but I think there's a lot of guys who join the Steelers who carry themselves in a certain way that I think that, you know, most people appreciate. So rest in peace to Clark Hagens and, um, you know, praying for his family and hope that they can get through because that's a tough time to deal with uh, losing a man like Clark Hagens at 46 years old. Uh, but with that being said, I wanted to take some time to, to compare this to past Steelers edge rushing groups that we've seen in the past and, and who've had success. Not like just every little one like Jarvis Jones and Jason Worlds and things like that, but the ones that we remember being truly special. And, and, and just to paint a picture for how good this year could be, let's – Go down the line a little bit. Let's start with the most recent one, which includes one that's in this group, and that's T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree and that crew, and Alex Highsmith you could throw there in there as well. A baby Alex Highsmith who was still learning the game. Well, learning the NFL game. And he was behind Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt. Now, I'd argue that T.J. Watt now is better than T.J. Watt then. And I'd also argue... I think Alex Highsmith's a better player th than Bud Dupree was. I think that he's going to be able to put things together more often. And I think that's that's going to be something that works their way. And nothing against Alex Highsmith, but I think Marcus Golden better than Alex Highsmith as a rookie. So again, just thinking back to that era, I think the Steel if you're if you remember how good that group was when they had them in 2020 and how excited you were for maybe that group to get a little bit again. I think this group's better than that one. But let's go back even further. Let's go back to, what did I say I was going to do? Let's go back to, um, well, you know what? Let's go back to James Harrison and Lamar Woodley because James Harrison might be the most frightening, imposing edge rusher in the history of the Steelers gets after it. He's a problem, creates problems. Um, but James Harrison was another one of the, like he was even more of a silent leader than anything else. Like James Harrison did his own thing, worked on his own thing. He worked it out with other guys, but um, I feel like TJ Watt is in a different vein of how he can be a leader for the Steelers. Um, and, and listen, I remember I, I've shared this story several times in the show. James Harrison was an educator. He wasn't just a guy that just did his job and didn't help nobody. I remember TJ Watts rookie training camp and James Harrison pulling him aside and showing him different moves to, to make sure that he remembers to keep it in his repertoire. And. You know, it worked because now TJ Watts the best head rusher in football. And so TJ Watt versus James Harrison, that's a tough ask. But Lamar Woodley versus Alex Highsmith, also tough ass because in 2008, Lamar Woodley was, un was unstoppable. You just line him up, he was just going to go get people. But I do think that Alex Highsmith has become a much more technical player than I think what me most people are giving him credit for. He's very good at what he does. But I think he's also sharper at his technique than most people give him credit for, and that's going to shine even more this year when um, – when they when he gets to pass rush and you know through half half the season teams aren't just 
looking around for, you know, aren't just focusing on it because they're waiting around for what's TJ Watt going to do to us? How is he going to stop get going to get to us? And again, you bring in Marcus Golden into that situation. I, I just, I feel like it makes a lot of sense to, uh, um, you know, you, you, you to, to, to talk about this group in comparison with some of these older groups. And I really think that, uh, um, that this group is going to, maybe even outperform that 2008 edge rushing group. And that sounds crazy to say because they won a Super Bowl and James Harrison had the interception return for a touchdown, which is still the greatest defensive play I've ever seen in the history of the Super Bowl, maybe in the history of the game. But I'm not saying that TJ Watt's going to do that. But I think he's going to have as many sacks, if not more. I think Alex Highsmith contributes around, around a level that Lamar Woodley did. I think that Mar- Marcus gives the, Golden gives them a boost there. And if we're going to go before that group, comparing it again, we'd go to a group that Clark Higgins was a part of, or we can go to the group right before that, where Clark Higgins kind of took over, but it, Joey Porter Sr. and Jason Gilden, or also Clark Higgins. That was another tough group. I think Alex Highsmith has become the kind of defensive end guy playing outside linebacker for the Steelers the way that Jason Gilden was. Now, I'll say this. Jason Gilden was also more pronounced with his strength. Like that guy, I saw that guy in person even just a couple of years ago, and he still just, he won the weight room. I just, I'll, I'll, I'll just say that about Jason Gilden. That guy is always jacked. And Alex Highsmith, it's not that he's not jacked. He's, you know, you just, you just saw him on, on screen a few minutes ago. He's definitely up there, but he, I think Alex Highsmith wins differently than the way that Jason Gilden did. And I think that TJ Watt is still better than anyone that we're talking about there. And heck, I think back if, if a Marcus Golden had jumped into one of those situations, I think the Steelers still would have took him. And so what I'm saying, this group's has the potential to be the number one edge rushing group in the NFL. It's not just because, I think that this is a talented group for this year and things like that. I I truly see the potential for this group because when I was going back and comparing them to the better edge rushing units that have come over the last 20 years, basically in the, in the, in the Colbert era, it's, it's tough. It's tough to say that this group might not be the best. And again, it's on paper. We need to see these guys be healthy. We need to see, you know, Marcus Golden actually work out. And that's totally people have been burned that but by that before by you know injuries happening and you know expectations and things like that. But with what they've put on tape so far, these three individuals and the rookie in Herbig, who you might not even need need to, to use as much. But what they've put on paper before, to me, sounds like a really good proposition or a really good opportunity for the Steelers along with that defensive front that we said, or that defensive line group that we say could be top five, this could be top one. And if you have a top five D line with a top one um, uh, uh, edge rushing group, you could have the meanest pass rush in the NFL and maybe the, what would be the sixth time in seven years? I think I'm doing math right. Maybe the sixth time in seven years, the Steelers have led the NFL in sacks think i did that right maths aren't my strong suit y'all but anyways point here watch this group i think they're going to be the best 
you disagree, you agree, let me know in the comment section here on YouTube. Thanks so much for joining the Locked on Steelers podcast and checking us out here on a Wednesday. If you want to check out more, check us out on our favorite pod, on your favorite podcasting app and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of our daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making the Locked on Steelers podcast your first listen every day because we're your team every day. Again, I'm Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Be back on your screens Thursday with more on your Pittsburgh Steelers right here on the Locked on Steelers podcast.